Section 9 of The Wit and Humor of America, Volume 6. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marty Chris. Mr. Dooley on the Game of Football by Finley Peter Dunn. When I was a young man, said Mr. Dooley, and that was a long time ago, but not so long ago as many of me enemies like to believe, if I had any enemies, I played football, but twas not the football I see when the brothers' school and the St. Aloysius Tigers play last week on the Pirates. When I was a lad, every Sunday afternoon we get out in the field where the oats had been cut away, and we choose up sides. One captain pick one man and the other another. I chose Dooley. I choose O'Connor. I choose Dimpsey. I choose Riordan. And so on till there was twenty-five or thirty on our side. Then one captain kicked the ball, and all our side run at it and kick it back, and then one of the other side kick it to us, and after a while the game gets so tempitious that all the lads of both sides be in one pile, kicking away at one or the other, or at the ball, or at the umpire, who was mostly a lad that couldn't play, and that come out less able to play than when he went in. And if any one else laid hands on the ball, he was kicked be everyone else and be the umpire. We played from noon till dark and kicked the ball all the way home in the moonlight. That was football, and I was a great one to play it. I think nothing of histing about two hundred feet in the air, and once I give it such a boost that I stove it in the ribs of the Protestant minister. Bad luck for him. He was a kind man that was looking from a hedge. I was the finest player in the whole county. I was so. But this here game that I've been seeing every time the pagan festival at Thanksgiving comes around sure ain't the game I played. I seen the Dorgan lad coming up the street yesterday in his football clothes, a pair of mattresses on his legs, a pillow behind a mask over his nose, and a bushel measure of hair on his head. He was followed by three men with bottles, Dr. Ryan and the Dorgan family. I joined them. There was a big crowd on the Pirari, a bigger crowd than you could get to go for to see a prize fight. Both sides had their friends that gave the college cries. Says one crowd, Take an axe, an axe, an axe to them. Hooroo, hooroo, hella baloo, Christian brothers. And the other says, Hit them, saw them, know them, chaw them, St. Aloysius. Well, after a while, they got down to work. Seven, eighteen, two, four, says a lad. I've seen people go mad over figures during the free silver champagne, but I never see figures make a man want fur to go out and kill his fellow men before. But these here figures had the same effect on the lads than a mention of Lord Castlegard have on their fathers. One lad hauled off and give a lad across from him a punch in the stomach. His friend across the way caught him in the ear. The center rush of the St. Aloysius took a running jump at the left lung of one of the Christian brothers and went to the grass with him. Four Christian brothers leaped most cruelly at four St. Aloysiuses and rolled them. The captain of the St. Aloysius, he took the captain of the Christian brothers be the leg and he pounded the pile with him as i've seen a section hand tamp the thrack all this time young dorgan was standing back taking no hand in the affray 
All of a sudden he'd give a cry of rage and jumped feet foremost into the pile. Down, says the empire. Faith, they are all of that, says I. Will ever they get up? They will, says old man Dorgan. You can't stop them, says he. It took some time for it to pry them off. Near every man of the St. Aloysius was tied in a knot around one of the Christian brothers. Only one of them remained on the field. He was lying face down with his nose in the mud. He's killed, says I. I think he is, says Dorgan, with a merry smile. "'Twas my boy Jimmy done it, too,' says he. "'He'll be arrested for murder,' says I. "'He will not,' says he. "'Tis only one policeman in town could take him, and he's downtown doing the same for somebody,' he says. "'Well, they carried the corpse to the side and took the ball out of his stomach with a monkey wrench, and the game was resumed. Seven, sixteen, eight, eleven, says St. Aloysius, and young Dorgan started to run down the field.' There was another young lad running in front of Dorgan, and as fast as one of the Christian brothers come up and got in the way, this here young St. Aloysius grabbed him by the hair of his head and the sole of his foot and threw him over his shoulder. "'What's that lad a-doing?' says I. "'Interfering,' says he. "'I should think he was,' says I. "'And most important,' I says, "'tis such a deference as this,' I says, "'that breaks up families.' and i come away tis a noble sport and i'm glad to see us irish are getting into it when we learn it truly we'll teach them college jewels from the pie belt a trick or two we have already said mr hennessy there's a team up in wisconsin with a lad be the name of jeremiah riordan for cap'n and one named patsy o'day behind him they come down here and bait the lads from chicago college down the midway of course they did said mr dooley of course they did and they could bait any collection of baptists that ever come out of a tank end of mr dooley on the game of football recording by marty chris